Hello and welcome to the Rec Pod, hosted by Owen Midder and Ross Taylor. We're taking a look back at the history of the University of Bath's men's sixes hockey team. Talking about unforgettable moments from the history of the Rec Ones on the pitch and off it. As always, take Pete's advice and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to hashtag PeteBlocks. This is the Rec Pod. Welcome to the very first episode of the Rec Pod. The Rec, obviously, meaning the recreational side of the University of Bath Hockey Club. In particular, the men's sixth team, a team that Ross and I have been a part of since way back when we started at Bath in 2015. Yeah, a long time ago now, we've really managed to drag it out. But yeah, we thought we'd just have a look back um, while everyone's in isolation and bored. Uh, look back over some of the history uh, and some of the moments through the Rec 1 uh, career, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking back, right back to when the Sixes was first formed up to the present day. And on this episode of the podcast, we're also going to chat about how much has changed over the years. We've got a few good guests on who are going to give us an insight into all things Rec past and present. And with that in mind, we're going to be looking forward to how uh, things could change over the next few months. Obviously, COVID-19 wreaking havoc in the rec schedule. Uh, but yeah, should we introduce the guest, Ross? Yeah, we'll start off. We've got a current vice captain, Jake Danson. Jake, welcome to the pod. Hi, you right? Yeah, not too bad. Jake, to start us off, if you give me your favourite rec social and your favourite rec match. Yeah, so I think my favourite social was our Strapedo Champions League this year. It was really good to just have like the seniors and freshers all participate in a really competitive way. It was a lot of fun. Fair, fair. Yeah, and my favourite match was when we beat Bath Spa 5-1 in my second year. So that would have been back in 2017. Yeah, yeah it was just oh, really okay, good. Yeah. We, I think we were on place myself spot. and I. Yeah, missed that one out, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, who else have we got here? We've got uh, Chris here. Can you hear us, Chris? Yep. Chris Leach, obviously uh, vice captain in the 17-18 season and former rec coordinator of the hockey club. Yep. Great um, great memories from my time in the sixes. I mean, nothing will nothing be quite the same playing hockey after, after experience in the rec <laughs> one. What's your favourite match and favourite social? Um, favourite match, I'm going to have to copy Jake, the 5-1 against Bath Spa, just popular on unreal memories like you don't, don't get better than getting 5-1 over your your arch nemesis and favorite social has got to be my team boy trials in my in my fresher year just nothing nothing quite top that just running around bath in a in a cape um, having other locals <laughs> think what the fuck is this guy doing Class. yeah great great memories Okay, and our final guest is Will Dooley, who captained the Sixes in the 2017-18 season alongside uh, co-captain Aaron Chapman. Will, uh, welcome to the pod. Same questions as the other guys. Favourite match and favourite social? All right, yeah, I think I'll go with the theme. Derby Day win against Spa. That was our last match at the Uni. took part in that, yeah. Yeah, two-on win. It was, it was a really nice day. There was a big crowd there. We actually had a kit and we looked like a legitimate team for the first time in a long while. So, yeah, that was pretty special. Yeah, favourite social that. earlier from that year um, I think we'd had a match cancelled and we decided to spontaneously do a, a crate escape at Victor's flat and it was the <laughs> first week after everyone had been initiated so everyone kind of came out of their shell I think I was the 
the monster that is Jono was born and it was utter <laughs> carnage that night. Yeah, that's class. I remember that well. So uh, as Ross alluded to earlier, we really wanted to get a grasp of, of grasp of how the wreck started out. And I think maybe, well, Dula, you've, you've been, you were one of the earliest members of the wreck. You could give us a bit of an insight into how things came to be. Yeah, I think the wreck kind of started in maybe a year or two years before I did, but they were definitely uh, just a, a breakout from the fives because they'd spilled over and the first couple of years they were definitely struggling for numbers and then they had a good year with the freshers from uh, from my batch and then it just grew and grew to what is now a massive team and a massive squad, which is just fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's something that we thought a lot in our Ross and I's first year especially was that there was always a bit of a struggle to get 11 players on the pitch sometimes you know it was never quite enough numbers but in the last few years it's just been impossible to pick a side we've had you know 40 50 players in in the squad yeah I mean one more you can't really say any more than that like it's uh there was, there was times where you'd have 30 people making themselves available for 11 a side match I mean we had one oh, we've had multiple occasions actually where we've had two matches on one day and we've filled two 16-team squads, so it just goes to show how much good progress has been made. And what about from your perspective, Chris? Obviously, um, as a, a long-serving member of, of the REC, what what are your early memories? Well, my first game I'm playing against Millfield, we got a squad of 11 together going in cars. It was all a bit of a, <laughs> bit, bit of a, um, bit of a scramble to get, get a team out. And my last ever game for, for the RECs was the double, double away day down at, at Kings Taunton, which... So that game that um lived long in the memory, the um infamous Duncan's cowling can on the um on the bus <laughs> leading to leading to Weatherup having a, a disciplinary hearing in front of the um in front of the SEU. Um but yeah, that's a, a big big change from eleven people scraped together in cars to filling a whole coach with with wrecks, just having a massive piss off on the bus, which obviously didn't didn't end up in a great um, great way with whether up um, disciplinary hearing but the, the change the change from 11 people scraping together for a win away um to that double away day is um yeah big big change but yeah it's class yeah did, obviously yeah myself with vice captain in um in final year like having to pick um like a squad out of like Dooley was saying like 30 40 people putting themselves available it's big big change and I understand, Chris, that your brother was actually involved in the early setup of the wreck way back at the beginning. Um, yeah, you'd say my my brother was one of the the, the founding members of um, of the um, of wreck hockey. And that's like, he's 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 with me here actually. If you want to get get him on to have a little, oh, little chat about the about the early yeah. days, yeah, that'd be We'd class actually. Good evening. Evening. Hello. How, how you doing? doing? Oh, Will Dooley. Hello. Nice to meet the rest of you. So is this is this Tim Leach? Yeah. How how are you doing? I hear you're one of the the founding members of the REC, and we'd love to know more about how everything started off. I go as far as the founding member. There was no, there was nobody Ooh. else when the team started. Big claim. Um, yeah. Well, I've been... I, 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 I'll explain the the circumstances, and then you can judge for yourselves. Um, yeah, we, we've been we've been digging through the the page a bit, uh, Tim. So we'll uh, let you talk about it, and then we've got a few a few questions and things that we've uncovered. We'd like to find out more about it as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to dig up all these memories, but yeah, so, we're not going too deep. But yeah, just take us through then how it all began. So 
in my freshers year, there was no sixes team. There was a the fives and then the rejects, basically. Um, <laughs> there were a few m- most seniors who didn't make the fives couldn't be bothered, but I was an enthusiastic fresher um, and desperately wanted to play some hockey, so I hung around basically. And there were there were just about enough people to get a fives versus sixes team together fairly early on. And what, um, what year was this? Could you clarify? Was this 2012-13 uh, season? 2011, though, was it? 2011, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I joined in back in 2011. Um, and there was basically a core of about four or five of us who were ha- wanting to play some hockey but also wanted to socialise. And for most of the year, it was a little bit embarrassing, really. We would basically, don't want to use my name in vain, but we'd leech onto the fights, basically, socially, training-wise. Right for matches we'd always be we'd always be sitting in the corner doing our own thing this is two seniors freddie three seniors ollie dolbear who Dooley will know wreck legend um exactly, <laughs> absolutely, the, the definition of legend um a chap called jamie rosser um who was captain of a non-existent team um and then a, another chap called ben stafford who was a fresher with me and the four of us would go out and socialize, would go to socials with the fives, but not really part of the fives, doing our own thing. Um, well, what did he mean by captain of a non-existent team? Self-appointed. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. So that, that, that he would organize training for us. The four of you. Yeah, which meant having half. Yeah, having half a pitch, while the fives use the other half of the pitch, and the four of us would inevitably end up just embarrassingly asking the fives if we can join in with them. Yeah. Uh, it appears, it appears, Tim. That then, looking at the page there, dug right back to the start um, of 2012. It seems like that season you'd transition into a, a team and you had your own Facebook page. And exactly. at that point, it seems to be you're separating from the fives a little bit, um, exactly. and you've got your own kind of vision. Yeah. Uh, the, the vision is the word. Yeah, we were d- desperate yeah. to leave the ghost of the fives behind. Yeah, I've got, and, um, I've got a little trivia question for you there, just on that page. Um, okay. could you, do you think you could predict what the first post you made on the page was on the sexy sixes? Took us a while to dig right to the bottom of that, but uh... Uh, so am I allowed to swear? Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, the so I would have been using emails because when second year started, my second year, yeah, I, I basically I cut short an interrail holiday to come back to be in to be at Bath for Freshers Week to be there right. to pick up regulars from hockey trials anyone who yep. was considered too shit to be in the fives <laughs> but i could just hoover up their contact details and send, email them all yeah. and once i had enough interest i would then set up the facebook group because obviously that becomes easier yeah it would have been something trying to be enthusiastic i expect yeah when, i mean I- <laughs> it was a, i'll give you it was basically a, a post to tell those in the group to join the main hockey club uh, so it's just yeah, a link to the main hockey club and you're just promoting it saying guys get yeah. on here can I be a part of the club it's the not as exciting post... as we hope really is it <laughs> well, yeah. well, the, 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 next, the next post is just remember training at 6 <laughs> so <laughs> we're straight into it yeah on a Sunday night so the, the, the thought my thought process there would have been the more people you can get to join the hockey club and pay their membership fee yeah. the more likely we are to get people to stick around because my sole Good. aim at that point was getting enough people to be able to play at least one match and have a few socials you, know, you talk about the potential five versus sixes matches there. Do you remember what the first ever proper match was? I'd love to get that down in writing. Uh, like, what what was the first yeah. actual match so sixes we, played? 
I've been racking my brain, and I think, <laughs> I think I can give we, you some help, possibly. But go ahead. I, oh, I think we lost. We definitely lost. That goes without saying. Did you did definitely lose? I, 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 I feeling it. It was double. It was double figures. One. Um, you've yeah. You've written on the page. Someone's asked you um, a bit about the score, and you've just said, uh, "Where is it there?" You've written basically said, "Oh, here we are. Here, don't really want to tell you the score, mate, but at least we scored, which is more than we managed last season. So, so it's like <laughs> the first game didn't really go to plan." Yeah. The thing I did mention there was obviously we didn't play a match the season before, so obviously we didn't score a goal. Ah, I but see. The, the, uh, yeah, no, we did. We did get one goal, and I actually a name check for the guy who I think scored it. A chap was Sam oh. Barnes, who we, we oh, nicknamed we, we nicknamed Heskey. Um, Class, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I think, and I've got a feeling we equalised to make it one all. Pretty right, so there's, not, there's not enough info on the page to confirm that, but it does so the next week. Then you've got excellent win today, boys. It looks like you got off to a winning game in, in your second game out. It must have been against Bath Spa. It's yeah. the only hope. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I remember that first team was absolutely awful. So we we were introducing people on the, bus on the way down. No, I mean that in that game. Oh, your Sixers team, yeah, first yeah. Game, yeah. It, we were awful. I mean, no one knew where anyone played. We'd had one or two training sessions with dubious attendances. Nobody knew anyone. No one knew where they were playing, what they were doing. It was hopeless. Um, but then as the season went on, we gradually got more and more players trickling down from fours and fives. And I was standing underneath of a big net trying to catch them all, realising there was an option to still keep playing hockey. So yeah. the, team, the team got gradually better. with James DeRue coming down and... Handy player. Very handy player. Uh, the Samurai. Who else was there? Anyway, as the season went on, we gradually got stronger and stronger. Um, yeah, we were, we were scrolling back in the page, as you probably gathered from Ross's uh, detective work. He got right back to the yeah. start. And it seemed like there were some unusual things going on right back then. I and mean, we were, were comparing today's rec hockey to, well, what, eight years ago is that now, nearly? And yeah, we had ma- matches on weekends, and there, there was also a, a fantasy league. Uh, like, a, was it a rec only fantasy league? I know we've no, got no, a, a club wide fantasy league now, but club, that's it was, uh... it was it was club wide fantasy league. Um, but we may, we managed to get ourselves involved despite there being no bucks matches. Oh, that's um, good. That's, that's I'm, impressive. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm, get that done sure, today. I'm pretty sure none of us got selected because no one knew who we were. <laughs> but it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, they certainly wouldn't pick any of our defenders. Yeah, um, just on that theme then moving away from really matches and the more socials I mean Will might be able to weigh in on this but um, it looks like you guys used to go to the Royal Oak uh, before the Cork days yeah so I had we had I think it sounds like you've settled down the Cork now but in my four years yeah. we had the hockey club were forced to move pub four times so we, we had four wow. pubs in okay. four years so we started out in the Bota which is where I was welcomed um, then in second year we moved to the, what's it called? It was in Wickham. Um, Wickham Social Club was it, or no? It's another one. The Ram. Ram. The Ram. It was it went to the yeah, Ram. Yeah. And we lasted about three weeks. <laughs> um, so the residents complained and got us kicked out of there. Then we went to the Royal Oak, which was brilliant, until we got kicked out of there because the first and second team captains had had stood on the tables, pulled the strip lights down, and were having a. Um, a laser fight with them, smashed all over the tables, and 
that was the last they saw of us. <laughs> um, I mean, that was an iconic venue, though. That was. It was, it was <laughs> they basically had this like bowling alley out the back, which was for them. They just chucked us in there and let us do whatever we wanted. And they, yeah. they were fully aware that we were going to do like 500 quid worth of damage every week, but they'd make <laughs> like five times that in snake bite. Like literally every single week you'd go into the toilets after about an hour and the urinals were off the walls. And like, it was just, uh, yeah, I remember this when they were pulling down the strip lights and they were just smashing them like they were doing Star Wars or something. Yeah. Uh, it was a sad no, day and we had to leave that. Yeah, it, was, it was the perfect location. We had a totally isolated space all to ourselves. It was fantastic. One of the... Um... Go on. I was going to say, my other memory of that is being the only senior in the team that season. I got to welcome every single member of my team. <laughs> the uh, I had a table all to myself. <laughs> on, on the theme of kind of uh, welcoming them, we've got another thing there on the list. The Team Boy shirt, where did that come from? Oh, we made that. So we... Um, okay. So we... I said I was only senior, I was only male senior. There was a fairly... There was a very strong cohort of female um sixes in that first year so nearly their entire team was in their couple year that's the same year as me um i'm impressed i remember the couple rule actually it's been years since i said that yeah fair <laughs> and, play. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming all back now um yeah so they they were very keen on the social side of things we did all the socials okay. with them and that they, they organized that so we've got is the, te- is the team boy and team girl shirt still going yeah i believe they are well I don't think they have a team girl shirt but no, there's no, definitely no, no. the team boy shirt still yeah, yeah. There, yeah. Was a, there was a matching team girl shirt which has obviously gone missing down the years but so, yeah yeah, yeah we had a very good social to team yeah, boy but, team girl uh, social that first year I believe Jack Francis has been uh, rumored to have brought that to a job interview at one stage the team boy shirt <laughs> no, <boy. laughs> <laughs> Um, one one question we've got just to kind of finish on, on that topic there uh, I think lots of rec members of the past want to know this has James Wilson ever gone to score? oh good question <laughs> uh, if he did it was only ever once he might have gone once when he was trying to suck up in the early days <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get that when we confirm with James after the pod he'd always wear a pair, pair of coloured chinos no matter what the fancy dress occasion was classic um but I, I cannot confirm that. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say yes. I'd rather. I'd rather we uh, sat on the fence at best. Aren't I? That's okay. great. Cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Tim. It's been really good to get insight into pleasure. the past. No, no pleasure. Good work. I look forward to. I look forward to listening. Yeah. Do do, do uh, tune in on Wednesday. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. After Tim was saying there about the socials, um, do the you were a fresher really under Tim and. Being someone that's been through the wreck for a few years, how would you describe the change really in the socials from when you came in in you know those early days versus when you were the the captain yourself? Yeah, I think like Tim says, in his first year or so, he was he was welcoming a, a very small team, so we could generally fit onto one table, um, and you, you know the girls might sit on the other table, and there may be double figures if we got lucky. And now nowadays, yeah. it's sort of twenty girls and twenty guys, and you can't even fit anyone into our house, so. Yeah, yeah locate, locating a uh, rec social space has become the number one job for a captain these days, <laughs> uh, which is yeah, a good problem to have, I think, though. What's lounges? clean up on Thursday morning, either. This is Greeno, and you're listening to the Rec Podcast. So, yeah, obviously, 
Tim, one of the captains from the earlier years, and then uh, you mentioned James Derue there. It was one of those players coming through early on, and he was actually our captain in our first year. That's the 15-16 season, Ross. Um, I, I was thinking back, trying to think back to some of our first matches and, and first socials, team boy trials and the like. What, what are your memories that stand out from that those first few months? Yeah, I mean, I was different maybe to the usual route. I didn't actually end up going to the trials. I wasn't sure if I was going to play hockey at uni or what was going on. So I rocked up kind of week two or week three just to, a, I think it was a Sunday sixes session. And um, yeah, I just remember thinking the standard actually was impressive for you know the rec team. I was expecting people to handheld hockey six before and that wasn't the case. Um, and yeah, I mean, my first game, I think, was against the Fives, a classic rec debut, I think, the <laughs> yeah, most. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think we lost one. 1-0 maybe or 3-0 I can't actually remember we definitely lost um, I came nil. on at left back I remember that game like that. do you remember at least it was the second yeah. time we played the fives not I didn't play in the first one. Oh, okay yeah um, I think it was yeah narrow narrow defeat as most narrow games defeat as usual were. narrow yeah. lucky defeats but not quite not quite there yeah in, in terms of socials I know and as you were kind of saying the, the transition when we were there uh, was we still were queuing for score tickets in our first year which um, got to a crazy stage. I remember going going at five a.m. with you know Netflix and the laptop to keep, to basically watch Netflix for two hours and then attempt to rush into the queue at seven a.m. Yeah, it got it got crazy in your yeah, in your crazy. first year. In your first year, it went crazy. People were overnight in overnight in tents, yeah. wasn't it? it was absolutely <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, thirteen pulling an all nighter to get tickets. Yeah, crazy. When I was a fresher, it was that you get there at eight o'clock and join the queue and you'll, you'll just about get some tickets but by the time you guys refreshes it just got out of hand it was yeah was I think silly. it was Nathan Singh and I the first week in our first year and we got there at must have been half five or six and we were I think fifth or sixth in the queue like we weren't even first I was like who what time are people <laughs> getting up to get first in the queue that like, was crazy yeah. the other yeah, big thing I was thinking back to from school early on was that that was that first week back and were, I had seniors paying me four pound a ticket I was like, hang on, mate, this it's five quid I paid for these. This yeah, has been five ever since, but it used to be four back in the day. It was four. It was yeah. Scandalous. The the price increase of score from twenty fourteen to twenty twenty fifteen. Moving forward, um Jake, you could give us a bit of insight into how how things have changed more recently. Obviously, we mentioned earlier the the, the squad numbers have really increased. Obviously these to bigger socials, but um, but that gives you a huge headache as as a captain this year trying to select when you've got you know a hundred plus freshers wanting to join your team at the start of the year yeah definitely like it, it can be a real challenge because especially like the first few weeks like me and Alistair just getting messages from like so many freshers that want to get involved with a really wide ranging experience of hockey as well actually and I think you have to try and give everyone an opportunity to play so that, that could be quite a headache. And I think our first game this season was um, against the Fives. And I think we ended up taking about 20 players to the match just so we could sort of just get everyone out there. Yeah, it's pretty mad. I know that's something new experience as well, Ross. Obviously, captain last year. What was the biggest selection headache you think you had? Oh, I think probably the Fours game. Um, you know, we'll, we'll not talk too much about those games. Maybe save that for another pod. But I remember the Fours game having to actually send out messages to individuals to apologise, you know, for for non-selection because it was at that stage where uh, there were so many seniors, so many good freshers that you know, how do you choose who to pick? Um, and it's no longer you know who's who's got a hockey stick and shin pads. It's now who's the better left back going forward. You know, we're actually talking about a proper lineup. So yeah, it's been amazing how that has transitioned even from our first year. I remember playing away 
Leeds, you might remember with a certain uh, thumb injury. I'm sure oh, I will remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> I think I, I live with it to, to this day. Yeah. I'll never forget you guys leaving me in A and E in Exeter by myself. Yeah, well, we, we, only, we only had 10 men to begin with, right? And yeah, then the top we went goblin to, was a late cry off, I think. We went down to nine men with Leachy getting a thumb injury. And if I remember rightly, you were meant to be going off to Upton Park that night as well, Leachy. I still I still did go to Upton Park that night with, <laughs> with, with, with my thumb in bandage. I got to Upton Park uh, and 20 minutes in. Um, we were oh, already 1-0 up and I stayed to the end. But we beat Spurs 1-0 and we stopped them going top of the league. So it was definitely a great... Very great trip. Even, yeah. even with a broken finger, which to this day is still um, not the most pleasant sight. <laughs> just um, just before we move on then to the COVID situation, I've got a trivia question. Everyone can get involved in this. Apart from Owen, I think Owen's aware of the answer. Um, but this is a this is a question that is across all years. We're looking for the player which has played the most rec seasons. We were trying to think of like the highest appearance holder for the rec. We've checked it as well. We've checked this as well with the wow. person. A little bit different um, to highest appearance. So we're doing, yeah, most, yeah, this most, is most, most full seasons. seasons. Um, Any ideas? Claude? Tom Henderson. Was that Dooley? Tom Henderson. That is on the money. Tom Henderson, five seasons with Metri. the Rex. It's a long, Tendo, long yeah, time. Of course. Was, um, yeah, obviously, you know, any of us Ends boys um, have done, you know, four years, but... Uh, having Tom Henderson, I think, had to do radio year, and with that, took him to five. So impressive from Tom. He wasn't aware of it, but he did confirm it. So uh, he is the most, well, not cap, but most uh, most seasons as a rec player. I made my, my debut with Tom Henderson same day. Nice, but he's, he's but he's still going, and I've been graduated a long time. So. <laughs> This is Jamie Weatherup, and you're listening to The Rec Podcast. So, moving on, obviously, the situation with COVID-19, we're, we're all aware of it, has completely frozen everything, let alone hockey, uh, right in its uh, in its tracks. And um, it's something a bit unprecedented for a rec captain to deal with. Obviously, no fixtures, no socials, no score. There was... You know, initially when there was talk of lockdown, people were thinking how they're going to live without score. And now they're talking about how they can live without even leaving the house. It's pretty crazy how much has ramped up. But um, yeah, Jake, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are, obviously, as as vice captain at the moment. What what did you think early on when you heard that there was going to be no more score for the rest of the season? Yeah, well, well it was quite a weird sort of situation, really, because I, I remember that last score we had was actually like, fairly low attendance anyway. And I think some people wasn't really sure at that stage. Oh, how much... I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I think we weren't really sure how much it was really going to affect us until, well, certainly for me, I realised that night that, okay, people are actually a lot more worried about this than I thought because it, it was the deadest I've probably ever seen score. I mean, score um, has to be the ultimate COVID breeding ground in Bath. So yeah, I, definitely. I, I can understand people maybe staying away. <laughs> yeah. And then and then sort of in the following week, there was a day where uh like varsity got cancelled and then and then uni got cancelled like literally mm-hmm. an hour later or so. And I think everyone was just really shocked because normally you have all these things that come up around mm-hmm. Easter time and just after Easter, which are like the sort of like finale of the season. And obviously, all of that is just like cancelled with the click of a finger, really. 
Yeah, and as as kind of Jake said there, it really was a uni-wide disruption. You know, it wasn't just sports teams that were affected, it was uni-wide. And there's been a lot of talk at the moment about how the unis have been affected financially and what the future holds. And actually, I've got um, an email here. This is from um, Joe Dixon, and it's basically just talking about Bucks next year. And I'll paraphrase the email, but effectively what she's asking is... Um, Will there be? Will we want to enter all five teams, men's and four teams, ladies, as the union are basically looking to cut bucks teams next year? And uh, you know they're concerned about whether or not teams will have enough players to fill. Sorry, squads will have enough players to fill the teams based on the fact that the schedule might change. So effectively, Bath always have exams in, in January often, and we have the season effectively adjusted to accommodate for that. And other unis the same, but it's looking like next year possibly the buck season may start later and because of that you'll be expected to play matches during the exam season during isb and um, which as we are you know i'm sure aware of that for our, our uni that's a massive effect on you know the availability for a selection so uh there is concerns next year that there will, will be some cuts to bucks teams and hopefully that won't affect the mm-hmm. the hockey club but it's possible that uh cuts coming in would obviously affect the lower teams like the men's fives and then men's sixes as well so um, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts on that, Owen, are from being in the sports exec. Yeah, obviously I was on sports exec this year and it's just one of those things that none of us saw coming, no one saw coming. And I think it's going to be really hard to plan for next next year. Obviously, there's all sorts of uh, options being planned for by the university, potentially not even a freshers week next year. Uh, obviously, you've got to plan for every eventuality as, as it stands. So, yeah, I, I'd be... I would be surprised, very surprised, if any of the hockey teams were dropped from Bucks. I think there's sufficient numbers every year to uh, get them in. I mean, you just look at the Sixes, for example. We're not even playing Bucks, and we can get in a hundred plus members at the start of the year who, who want to play hockey. Yeah, I think it's more targeted at those, you know, maybe your, I don't know, badminton third or fourth team, or your uh, table tennis second team. The sort of maybe yeah. n- newer Bucks teams who are struggling for members anyway um, that are being asked to, well, look, maybe if you can't put a team out, don't don't this year, you know? Yeah, and f- for the other guys, uh, like Dooley and Leachy, um, what, what are your guys' opinions on how next year might play out in terms of uh, uni jobs, everything like that? Because we're just we're wondering, really, there is talks of the uni being possibly delayed till December, I saw, um, on Edinburgh Uni are saying that. And the concern for the Sixers, I suppose, would be that if you don't get the members in early, then rec players are less likely to be committed later in the season. And so you can suddenly lose your numbers quickly. Yeah, it's going to, no one has a clue what's going to happen, really, do they? We're all just, we're in more six weeks into whatever this weird situation is. Like, there's so many things that we're going to, it's going to unfold come the summer. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it'd be obviously such a shame if, especially people who are going to start their freshers year who don't have the, the freshers week, but also people like Jake, who is there at the end of their, um, their time in the sixes and they don't get the final, the final send off of the final score. Yeah. I remember getting, getting um, crowd surf during angels in my final score. It's like <laughs> generally a highlight of my life. And that's um, yeah. Something which it's just a shame that that's kind of been taken away, but I, yeah, who really knows what's going to happen. Um, come new year hopefully yeah hockey can get going in the sixes keep on and we keep our legacy going the team boy shirt gets passed down for another 20 years people are still doing the um 
all the same trials on Team Boy Day and um, trying to buy yeah. mags and a condom in a, in a shop and bringing it in and all that sort of stuff keeps going through the, through the years, but who knows? On that note of traditions, one thing we were thinking of earlier actually was, does anyone know when tins were first introduced, like post-match tins? Because it's something that we noticed this season that not every team in the club does. It seems to be a Sixers tradition, but has that always been a present in, in your guys' uh, time at the Sixers? Um, tins were always there since my first game. I remember um, before the first game on the on the on the um, Facebook page, it was said freshers freshers bring a tin, take off the label, and I had no no idea why this was going to be. What was, <laughs> I'm obviously I went I went really nice because I thought I was going to have to eat it. I think I got a nice tin of ambrosia custard. Um, yeah. But from, from from then on, it it was the Polish shop all the way. Once oh, I knew dear. it wasn't going to be me. Um, but yeah, I'm not yeah, quite they, sure where it came from. They, they were a thing from my fresh year as well. Um, and there was actually, I'm not sure if he's the one who started it, but a guy called Christian Burgess, called Burgers, goalkeeper. And he was like the biggest advocate of tins. So I feel like it might have come from him in the in the year before I started. But yeah, they were a, a firm part of the match day routine when we actually had matches in my first year. This is Tom Sherry, and you're listening to the Rec Podcast. So, another thing we want to discuss tonight on the podcast was the current Rec cricket situation. I actually caught up with uh, Matthew Wetty Welton um, during the week. Uh, so, here's what Wetty had to say about the current situation. I'm now joined by uh, Wetty, uh, Rec legend, and current cricket captain of the rec team. Uh, Wetty, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Uh, hi, Ross. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, Matt, just before we get started, what is your favourite match and favourite social um, over the rec years? Oh, I'm very excited about this. Uh, I think, say, I don't know what the team we played, but it was definitely one of the schools, as, uh, as per with rec hockey. One of these schools, but I scored a hat-trick and I had to do a one-one-one. And to be honest, <laughs> I've never scored more than like three goals in a season. So that was a cracking one for me. <laughs> That is fair. And what about then social? Uh, social, like, I can't say social, but I've got to say my favourite score is at the end of, uh, it was the end of uh, last score of the year in second year. And we had uh, Chris Leach and me on the dance floor and Chris Leach was almost in tears at the end. Yeah, I've heard of the crowd surfing story. And next thing you know, I'm so fucked, I just rip his shirt off and then I put Leach, we all put Leach in the air and he's just there with his wet t-shirt <laughs> I was like, that is the send-off of a lifetime. Yeah, I think that, that unfortunately is something we missed out on this year, but who knows? There's rumours of a, a score return next year for some seniors, I think, yeah. um, to, to kind of send it off properly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason we'll have you on the pod, uh, Matt, is just to discuss the, the cricket situation. And um, for those rec members and previous rec members who maybe aren't aware, can you just give us a, an overview of kind of what happened, how this cricket match came about and what exactly is going on? So as you can expect, we were so we were playing at a, we were playing at Richard Ewish actually. But it was one, one day classic Rackaway day. Classic Rackaway day. Matt Donnell and uh, fucked off to the gym. You know, it's the gym story. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah, classic. So, uh, but some of the, uh, we we just played our match. We'd been a bit bollocks by this uh, little kiddies team, but um, we got through. And then we uh, and then we were, we, were, we were watching the girls. But then I think uh, a young fresher looked to the back of us and saw this lovely cricket net behind us. So we thought uh, we thought we'd uh, divert for a bit, and uh, we ended up like, doing a bit of a net session. I think uh, we, we we saw the potential there, and I I, I acted on it, and I thought I want to I want to make I want to play a game of cricket. So we thought, who else to challenge than the cricket team? So we we had our hopes, and then we uh, I ended up ch- chanting James Addis, the captain of the threes. 
got put in touch by uh, uh, Sherry, who apparently is called a dwarf in the cricket threes. I have no idea why. Yeah, Sherry um, got a, a cricket side then as well as a hockey side. Is he a multi, multi-talented multi sportsman? Yeah, he do, I, I've, I've seen him play. I did see Ali bowl him out straight in middle stump. That's once. concerning. Uh, based on the fact that that was Ali, I was a bit... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was quite funny about that. The rec cricket team then, it's, it's the threes, but it's effectively the equivalent to the men's sixes then. Yeah, according to the men's sixes, although I doubt they have the talent of... Yeah, uh, I'd be surprised. Um, and, and obviously, the current, you know, the current COVID situation, I'm sure, is throwing a spanner in the works. Uh, what is the plan? Is there a plan that we to do it next year over the summer, or what's kind of uh, being discussed between you and the cricket guys? So I've chatted to the cricket guys, and to be honest, I guess I knew if I don't know when this is going to come out, but the weather's just taking a turn for the worst at the moment. So I doubt, I doubt it actually will go on now with COVID nineteen going on, but. Um, my hopes at the moment is actually I want to make this a tradition. Like although I haven't started this year, I think I've started a movement. So I think I'm going to try and. Uh, I'm actually looking for a, a, the captain to overtake me for rec one cricket. So uh, a little a little in in podcaster competition. So anybody calls up and want to watch the I'm thinking I'm thinking I've spotted out a few candidates. I'm thinking at the moment Sherry Woodcock. You got your voice in good if you're listening. To yeah, this. I saw um just on the kind of talking about the the cricket team there. I saw the pick me videos going around from the the men's cricket team. Quite weak, I thought to be honest. Quite poor. Um, I think there's I believe there's a wreck hockey uh, pick me video going on as well, or planned to be anyway. Uh, I saw I think Sherry and uh, Woodcock and a few others have submitted. Um, are you still keen to get some submissions in for that? Then are we trying to produce some sort of uh, kind of montage like the cricket team did? Yeah, of course. We're gonna have to chase these up a bit, but they're all brewing in the chamber at the moment, and uh, there's some good ones come out so far. So congrats to the boys who have done it. They did me proud. Deadlines maybe have got people, but I would think over the next few weeks, there's no excuse, boys. Get those in. Yeah, we don't want to make cricket look like they're a better sport than us. You know. Are those videos open to uh, ex rec members as well? So, uh, yeah, they're all on the Sexy Sixes page at the moment. So if you're an old rec member, just have a look at that. Even actually submit your own if you want. I'm sure you can put them back to have a cricket game sometime. And um, in terms of just keeping up to date then with uh, the cricket match and if it's going to go ahead or possibly for next year, I think there's a Facebook event page that's been created. Yeah, so it's a Facebook event page. It's got some good photoshopping on. It's got some good jokes. There's a bit of banter between us and the Cricket 3. So if anybody wants to chip in, feel free. Yeah, I think there, there was quite quite a big uh, audience kind of on the page. I think a lot of people were keen uh, to come and watch. So, oh yeah, we, we got like almost a hundred people, which I'm very proud of. I think that's a big effort on the boys for sharing that. Cricket boys never get numbers like that. So uh, yeah, I think I just really want Ali's mom to come to that one. Actually, <laughs> like we were hoping for it to come to that fixture, but I think uh, we'll have to wait. Yeah, well, I say hopefully, hopefully we can get it going. Even if, as you say, it's a success for me next year, um, and and have it happen and be a tradition. I think that'd be quite a good thing to do. The, you know, hockey swing and the cricket swing is not much difference, is there? So I think us boys can definitely hang. I, I definitely love to see even some old boys come back actually, just for an alumni day, even if it's cricket or hockey. But I'd love, to, or even just having a, a pub crawl or something. But yeah, it sounds good. But um, yeah, thanks, Matt, for coming on. Uh, I say the pod pod will be out on. Uh, Thursday morning um, and yeah hopefully we'll make a, a recurrence of this and maybe get you on, on the actual podcast one week as well yeah of course I'd love to cheers for having me alright cheers come on bar so uh, now towards the end of the pod we've got a few games we're just going to play amongst ourselves so um, Chris I believe you've got uh, some lineups for us to play a game of liar um, yep, we're going to um, 
have lineups from two different derby days against Spa. Um, obviously, these are the, the biggest games in any rec players' um, careers. So we're going to go for a game. Um, the Bath University Recreational First Team against Bath Spa, Bath College, whatever they want to be called, um, from the 3rd of February 2016. Third of fe- okay, so that will be... That will be right. from Owen and Ross's freshie year. So you, you okay, two yeah. get yeah, each yeah. other in this okay. game. So, oh, February. You have a squad, okay, gonna, a squad of yeah. 16. squad of 16. Okay. Squad go, just, go, one, off. go one each. Oh, you want to just go one each? Okay. Yeah. And then whoever uh, runs I'll start, out. Okay, I'll start off. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'll go James Daru. Um, you think if that's correct, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's yeah. correct. The, the, the captain was playing that game, yes. <laughs> James Wilson. Correct. I just get the interesting noise. <laughs> I don't recall the game that well, so... I wonder did I play in it? Um, I'm going to go with Chris Leach. Um, I was playing. I I seem to recall scoring in this game as well. Tom Ash. Um, no, he was. He, 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 Tom, Tom, Tom Ash was injured and managing this game. Oh come well, on, that's, that's close enough. That's close enough. Oh, he's he was he was on the he was on the he was on the shite. No, he's not. He was on the he was on the shite act. So I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back myself. I think I probably was playing Ross Taylor. I think I was in the squad. You were playing, yeah. Oh, this is tough now. Did you back yourself, tough. Owen? Did you back yourself? Yeah, <laughs> I must be in the squad. Yeah, myself. Um. Yes, I mean you were playing that game. <laughs> no, it's nice. So it's like bottom of the list, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I think Rico. I'm gonna say Jamie Richardson. Um. Yes. Great shout on that theme. Rupert yeah. batting. Oh, that's more balls. Oh, great ball. Yep. Yep, correct. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to say Noor. I'm not going to attempt the second name. Correct. Oh, yep. That's a great well shot. Great oh. shot. And he's in. <laughs> it's, got, it's got to be Matt Eason. Matt Eason's score is, is was playing, yep. <laughs> now we're getting tricky here. Um, I'm going to say... God, uh, Tom Henderson? Correct. Oh, okay, business end, I think, that I own. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit rogue here. Ed Pearson. Correct. <laughs> oh. I've got some, but I can't get their name. Oh, just thinking who else is in the squad first year. Oh, okay, I think I might. Oh, actually, maybe not. I was going to go goalkeeper, but now I'm not so yeah, sure. Goalkeeper's tough, actually. I, I went oh. always on keeper, but. <laughs> I might leave goalkeeper. There was a few um, keepers in contention in first year. Oh, okay, I'm going to go JLS. Incorrect. No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, if you get, if you get someone, then you get the win. Okay. Um, oh, I'll gamble and go Peter Ozins. Correct. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, you, you get the win. Was, 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 there? was Matt Benison there? Um, no. No, no. Okay, it would have been wrong. The full team well sheet from this game was Peter Rosins in goal, Rupert Batting, Owen Midder, Tom Henderson, James Wilson, Norvana Laff, Ross Taylor, James DeRue, Jordan Scott. Oh, I was going to oh. go with Jordan. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Ben, ben Kay. 
Ben Kett. Oh, oh. <laughs> that would have been a pointless then, answer, yeah. surely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ed Pearson, Robbie Peck, Chris Leach, Jamie Richardson, Tom Kitto, and Matt Eason. Tom Kitto as well, yeah. Tom Kitto, yeah. yeah. What a squad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you get the win. Oh, was, it, was, it a draw? was it a draw that day? Um, I think it was 2-2, two, two, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I remember that yeah. game briefly, yeah. We're now on to another um, Bath Spa game. When, when I was on placement year, when Dooley was captain and when Danson was a fresher. So, do you two back yourselves? Okay, I think so. Let's go with that. <laughs> So there's 18, 18 names on the team sheet. Oh, from what which, which month was this matching? Can you tell us that? Um, it was in I suppose April we 2017. Oh, well, so Will Dooley then. Will Dooley was, was playing, yeah. Aaron Chapman. He was also playing, yeah. Uh, Peter Rosins. Incorrect. Oh, he's oh, oh, on a shocker there. Oh, um, Peter Rosins was not playing. Oh, wow. Uh, we'll keep going for more than just three guesses. Um, so, just um, Jake is one down. All right, uh, Rupert. Yeah, Rupert was playing. Uh, Jamie Weatherup. Jamie Weatherup was playing, yeah. Uh, Jamie Richardson. Incorrect. Ooh. Your Jamie Richardson was not playing. You're you're tied. I've got a good shot for this one at the end, Lucy, as well. Uh, Adam Dowds. Dowds was playing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'd have picked Ross. Ross? Did someone call on... There was no Ross playing. Really? I'm pretty sure I played that game. <laughs> I'm almost certain I'd have played Ross. I definitely, if I remember the game. You must have, you're not on the team sheet. Oh, but was it, what, what, what day was it? Um, I'm only getting mixed up with games here. It was, yeah, April 2017. So I, I think this was the one we got like the wrecked Derby Day jumpers for. Yeah, I, I played in that. I don't know. I'm not on the sheet, but yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll allow that then I, I can confirm I played okay um, this is Dooley's poor admin <laughs> alright can I add a couple um, yeah alright Bertie let's get a shot Bertie not on the list I'm almost certainly <laughs> <laughs> at least you would get this list <laughs> Bertie's guy didn't play okay this was this was this must be the first game of the season. This was in November 2016. Apologies. Yeah. November 2016. Oh, this was the one oh, in right. November. Changes things. Yeah. This is uh, where you got the socks for this game. The kids. Game changer. Nice. This. Oh, okay, okay. Tom Lancaster. Oh, that's a great shout. Um, not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> right, you have to scrap them. <laughs> I think um, I think that there's too many wrong both sides. Yeah, the, the full team sheet from this day was Sam and Whistle in goal. Yeah. Um, Aaron Chapman, Will Dooley, Oliver George, Danny McCree, Arthur Russell, Adam Dowds, Charlie Francis, 
Claude, Rupert, Jake, Weatherup, Jamie Navarrete, Nathan Kahn, Dom Jones, Max Lampert, Dom Musgrove, and Matthew Slater. Oh, I had Dom Musgrove on that Max Slater, yeah, because he scored two goals right at the end to pull it back. I forgot about him. Like, a lot. A lot of that. You're right. He, he turned up to training once, was really good, put him in the team, scored twice, never turned up again. <laughs> That's it. Right. Moving on then, I've got um, the final game. I've got some who am I. So effectively, you can all take part in this. Just shout out when you when you think you know it. If you're wrong, though, you'll be eliminated from that round. So there's there's four names I've got in front of me. I've got five facts getting increasingly easier for each each player. For each round, the whole five questions, if you get any of them wrong, you're out effectively. So as soon as you shout a name and any clue, you're gone for that person. Nice. Strict rules right. there. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so we'll start off with the first one. So first clue is, I debuted for the Rec Ones away to Millfield in 2016. Oh. Any bold shouts? <laughs> Okay. I've got a ball no, shot, but I'm, I'm holding it I in. Mean, if, it, yeah, I'd hold it in. Okay, uh, clue two then, so for four points. I live in Reigate, Surrey. That uh, is Victor Ball. That is Victor Ball. <laughs> Do you know that? Nice. that is Victor <laughs> Ball. Okay, so I'll give you four points there, Danson. Okay, the next one. First clue is I'm a self-proclaimed captain of the bench. <sighs> Any takers? <laughs> No, I'm not risking it. A clue couple. I don't know if this will help you out much, but um, I've never seen Claude Donna Pint. <laughs> Could be anyone. Could be anyone, really. Clue three. I have been known to bring exotic animals to score. Nathan Kahn. It is Nathan Kahn. I believe it was a kangaroo you told me. I've checked with these people. I guess I got these, but um, I think it was a kangaroo incident. Can confirm it was a kangaroo when we did our Australian-themed Christmas. So three points for today there. Third person, first clue, I study engineering. That's well, like that could be anyone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like team. Yeah. Um, clue couple, I have completed three fully committed years in the rec ones. Oh, it could be still a few more there. Clue three, the last score I missed was due to a medical emergency. Um... John O'Richardson? No. Nope. John O'Richardson so studying engineering? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what he studied. <laughs> okay, clue four. I have a twin. Oh, is it me? What did you say, Jake? <laughs> I don't think it is me. <laughs> You've got to make a decision. Are you going John, do you know if you have a twin or not? No, no I'm not going for me. I'm not going okay, for me. Okay. <laughs> clue five. Clue five. I am very emotional at the pitch side. Come on, Bath. Oh, oh it's me. Yeah, it is you, but I'm only giving you one point for that. You didn't guess. Yeah. I don't, what was yeah. the medical emergency? I got that from someone else. Yeah, see, that's that's what confused me because okay. I think I might have missed a score since then. But, ah, um, okay, incredible. Yeah, in 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 my second year, I mm-hmm. I had an ulcer on my eye. Um, so I would have got a hundred percent score in second year. Oh, I see. Okay. Day when I was kind of blind, so I couldn't really go to school. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, final question then. Uh, Owen struggling here on Lee Cheat. First clue is I played in defence for the Rec Ones for my whole career. Any bold shouts? Okay, clue couple. 
I scored a hat trick in my first rec game. What? Let me say it again. I scored a hat trick in my first rec game and had a fourth disallowed. This is from this person. I can't have played in this game. I can't have played in this game. Okay. Uh, Clue three. I am from Reading, but now live in Stamford. Okay. No one's getting this one at the moment. This is difficult. Mm-hmm. Clue four. I studied Mechenge. Tom Ash? No. <sighs> Clue five. Might give it away. So get ready. I've never been to score. James oh, Wilson. Wilson. It's James Wilson, yeah. I gave it away oh. just there. Claims to score a hat trick oh, on his debut. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, I never that, saw that him be on the halfway line uh, my whole career. James Wilson has, he's claimed a hat trick and he said he would have had four, but he was disallowed. To be you fair, get, in my first year, Wilson was the go-to man. talk about his hat trick, surely. I don't believe it. <laughs> they might yeah, have to cast a record. I can't possibly. What were you saying there, but basically, in my first year, every time we had a short, it was pushed to the top because Wilson could just absolutely twat it. Like, it yeah. I was just first year. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I could believe that he'd maybe scored a couple of shorts, but a hat trick on yeah. his debut. Mm, yeah, the basic. It's a bold claim. We'll have to investigate that. I feel like I a hat trick just... would have probably yeah. put him as the top scorer for the season that year. So yeah, well, he claimed he originally said he hadn't scored another goal since, but I did actually find him on a on a team sheet. He had he had scored a game when we were in, I think, first or second year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was just asking him, you know, what his first what his first game was like, and he claimed to score a hat trick, so I could not put that in. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Um, scores on the doors then totaling that up. We've got uh, Leachy, uh, your brother bagged you one point early on, so you're on one point to finish the, the pod. Owen on couple, Duty on four, and uh, this week's winner, Dancing on five points. Well done, nice. boys. Thank you. Well, you. Yeah. Yeah, a snake bite in the post. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks very much all for joining us. It's been a really good first episode of the Rec Pod. Hope you all um, enjoyed listening to it at home as well. Has anyone got anything else they'd like to add? Oh yeah, um, when hockey start, when hockey starts again, come and join Chiswick Chiswick Hockey Club. Um, this year we've had some fellow, former rec members, um, Bench and Harrison and Hess, on their placement year. Big names. Um, oh wow! We've got James Hart, former captain of the Fives, as the first team goalkeeper down at the, down the club. Um, and yeah, any the more the merrier. It's not quite um, a rec social, but it's um, yeah. Still good fun. Sounds exciting. Well, yeah, thanks very much for listening. Um, Please let us know what you'd like to hear on the Rec Pod in the future, or if you'd like to come on, do drop Ross or I a message, and we'd love to have you on chatting about all things sixes throughout the years. Uh, Hoping to do a new podcast every week, releasing on Wednesday nights uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, But we'll gauge it by interest, maybe to do a few more or a few less, seeing how we go. So, yeah, thanks very much for listening, and come again next week. I'm loving angels instead